0: Sports Fix. Happy Halloween weekend everyone, it's Ben Cullen here with this week's Sports Fix for you. It turned into a night beyond Pakistan cricket fans' wildest dreams. They didn't just beat India, their greatest rivals, they thrashed them in the most emphatic fashion at the men's T20 World Cup Final. It was a win so big and so important that it reduced the captain's father to tears in the stands. India had won every meeting between the sides at the World Cups before this. In Dubai, 29 years of hurt were ended. I have seldom in my life felt happiness like this, said Test Match special commenter and avid Pakistan fan, Atif Nawaz. I can't think of a single moment I have enjoyed more than this. Losing to your biggest rivals once at a World Cup hurts doing so 12 times, a run going back to 1992 without being able to strike a blow of your own must be gut-wrenching. Congratulations Pakistan, you did it. If you're a Manchester United fan you won't want to hear this again. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp says their 5-0 win at Manchester United was unexpected and insane. Mo Salah scored a hat-trick either side of half-time after Liverpool took a 2-0 lead in the opening 13 minutes. The win which takes Liverpool second, a point behind Chelsea, was their biggest victory at Old Trafford. It is a really good day, a big one. This is a little chapter in the history of the club, said Klopp. He added, People will talk about it in the future, because it won't happen again in a long time, if ever. What can I say? Did I expect that? No. The result is insane. It is special, but we don't celebrate like crazy because we have respect for the opponents. Many home fans left at halftime after the Red Devils led in four goals in a humiliating first 45 minutes. Does the manager need to go? What do the Man United fans of Hong Kong think? Send us a DM on Instagram at Common Room Radio with your thoughts. Jordan scored three tries as New Zealand started their Northern Hemisphere Tour with an easy 104-14 win over the United States in Washington. The home side scored their first ever tries against the All Blacks but he was still their heaviest defeat ever to them. The All Blacks ran in 16 tries with some of the squad's less experienced players getting their chance to shine. Sam Whitelog, who missed the later rugby championship matches in Australia, took over as captain for the All Blacks with long-term skipper Sam Kane, returning in the second half after recovering from a torn pectoral muscle. But the Americans celebrated at the end of the first half as Nate Osperger broke free, evaded McKenzie and raced over the line, kneeling and raising his arms skyward as the Eagles made it 59-7. The Old Blacks will face Wales in Cardiff tomorrow, followed by games in Italy, Ireland and France. We now welcome back Karen Tam to the studio in our Sports Fix Olympic Series. She joins us via Zoom. All right, let's, let's skip to the exciting part. Let's skip to the pinnacle when you got to the Olympics. How far before the Olympics did you find out that you would definitely compete in? It was quite close before you went to the Olympics, right? Or did, how long did you know that you were definitely competing in Tokyo?
1: It was, I think, 2019, December.
0: Oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, was so like a qualified a time before.
1: Yeah, because our relay qualified uh, in the kwan Chu World Championships.
0: Okay, fantastic. Yeah. I spoke to some of the other swimmers, and their journey was different. I wasn't sure how yeah, you're yeah, yeah, I understand. Okay, cool. All right. So you knew in 2019, and then let's just say in the, in the months, the two months before the Olympics, how were you feeling? And then what was it like, sort of getting on the plane, getting your kit, and going to represent Hong Kong?
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, I've been waiting for that moment for. 20 yeah. well i'm 23 now probably for 20 years and uh uh it, it was such a weird feelings that oh it's finally happening like all my hard work and like everything all my time all my like, training has like suddenly like it's here like i have to go and perform what i've been training for so it was very exciting and uh, it was also a really great experience for me as a swimmer and also as a person uh, to learn from it and to explore, to enjoy being part of the Olympic Games.
0: Fantastic. And what was Tokyo like? Was that your first time there?
1: Oh uh, No, I have been there like, just, uh, just traveling. I've been to Tokyo before when I was really young. Uh, But this time we can't go out of the village, so can't really see much about Tokyo, but uh, but the village was pretty fun.
0: Good, good. And you said um, previously that you got to meet up with lots of your old friends from different nations and from school. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, and
1: friends and like uh, coaches, also like previous physiotherapists from Canada. Uh, team manager from Can Canada. It's like, it was like a little um, UBC gathering. A reunion.
0: <laughs> Sorry? A reunion? Yeah. Awesome. Loved it. Okay. And then how was the opening ceremony for you?
1: I didn't go. Oh, you didn't go? Yeah, I actually didn't go to opening ceremony because I have, like my race is on the next, like on the next day of the opening ceremony.
0: Oh, I didn't so, know that.
1: Yeah. So some of us decided not to go. Yeah.
0: To yeah. I don't blame you. So were you watching it on TV? Yeah. Okay. Got. I it. was
1: watching them like when I was like sitting on my bed, and then I saw T1 come off that, and then I just closed my laptop and went to bed.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've got yeah. to prep prep for the race. Yeah. Did you Did you sleep much the night before?
1: I don't remember. I think I could. Fall sleep right away but eventually like, i i slept and it was fine just a normal like trying to be trying to stay calm of course
0: of course. and then what time was your race on race day
1: it was 8 p.m
0: okay so then how did the day look for you That's a long time to wait
1: yeah so uh, in the morning i went to the pool and do like a normal meat warm-up and then after that Went back to the village, uh, had lunch, rest of bed, took a nap. I couldn't really nap, like I couldn't fall asleep, but I, I, I rest a little bit and then went back to the pool again and warm up and then get changed into our racing suits, and then and then we raced.
0: <laughs> okay. And then how, how was the race for you and, and what was the experience like?
1: I remember I was so nervous when I was in a waiting room, like the, um, like the, what was, what's that called?
0: Like backstage? Uh,
1: Like a marshalling room. Okay. Um, and then there is like a little gate that will like, that is by the pool deck before we walk out. And then all of us are like waiting behind that. thingy and we were like so so nervous and I was like breathing really like like just just being excited and nervous at the same time um, because I was the first, I was in the first leg so I was actually the first person to dive in. I think I, I swam pretty well and I really enjoyed being um, part of the relay and being able to Race in the competition for the Olympic pool.
0: <laughs> Fantastic! And moving forward from there, are you looking to go to the next Olympic Games?
1: I, I, am not too sure yet. Because uh, after this Olympic, I've been setting myself uh, short-term goals for now, and to see how it would take me. Speak since i qualified for the uh, short course world championships in december with the a cut which is like my first ever Vina a i was like i was happy because i can finally make the a cut and get to go to the world champ but afterwards i will go back to school because i just got an offer from a master in physiotherapy and i will try to balance school and um, swimming, like what I did in the university, um, and see um, how it goes.
0: And where are you studying? Oh,
1: uh, in Hong Kong. You're
0: staying here. Okay, cool. Well, last few questions. We like to give some advice to the younger audience. Most of them are teenagers or early teens. So, you've had a fantastic career so far, and we hope that it'll continue. You've made, you reached the Olympics, you've given some insight on your teenage years what advice do you have for them, perhaps that we've not covered to be successful in whatever they may be doing, whether it be sports, academics, acting?
1: I think first of all, you have to like what you're doing. Like you have to be happy uh, while you're doing your sports or doing uh, what you chose to do. And when there's a like, challenge, try to uh, learn from it and improve from it instead of like giving up right away because uh, when there's challenges, that means, or if you didn't do well, that means there's uh, space to improve. And uh, yeah, Good. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know uh, what I was telling myself when I was a teenager, but like looking back, I think um, one of the biggest part is try to enjoy uh, the process uh, and every moment.
0: Good. Keep your head down and work hard and enjoy every moment. stuff. Def- All right. And then finally, in one short sentence, what is the favorite part about your sport?
1: How it brings people together.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you do well in your world championships and we'd love to see you compete again at the Paris Games. That would be fantastic. So good luck with everything. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. The NBA is back in business and my attention shifts there for this weekend. It is Halloween and the Cavs will take on the Lakers in the Staples Center in LA this Sunday. And that is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend all. I hope you've got some exciting plans ahead and I'll see you for your sports fix next week.